Hey everybody, welcome to the Hero Up Podcast. I'm Jim Simcoe. Great to have you here today. Hope you're doing well. Um, today is March 15th, 2020, and uh, we're all sort of dealing with this coronavirus stuff. I hope that you and yours are healthy and okay and are getting through this as best as possible. So I was thinking today, I was driving back um, this morning and, and coming into work for a little bit. And I was thinking about everything that's going on with this. So I wanted to just shoot uh, shoot out a, a quick podcast about it, about kind of some thoughts and some of the things I'm seeing um, with people out there and some suggestions on how best to handle this whole coronavirus thing. And Because obviously a lot of people are, are understandably freaked out by it. So I wanted to talk about the mindset as it relates to things like this. So, you know, when you're watching the news or you go online or... You know, you go to ESPN.com and you see all the sport, you know, see all sports have been basically shut down and schools are closing and offices are closing. There's a tendency to see all that and really start panicking, right? Like really start freaking out about what's going on and, and like, oh my God, like what is happening in our world? And I think some of that, you know, to some extent is a natural response to what we're seeing. But I wanted to give you some ideas and some thoughts about just how to, you know, maybe adjust your mindset a little bit and some of the things that have helped me and, and some other people um, just just kind of give you a different perspective on, you know, what this thing is and what it and, and really what it's not. So with that with that in mind, I've got like four or five things that I think would be good for your own mindset, some things to think about um, as you're as you're dealing with this. And the very first thing is to as much as you possibly can is to remain calm, right? So here's the thing. You you really can only really focus on the things that you can control and the things that are in, you know, within your control. So focus on controlling the controllable. Don't focus on things that you can't control. So you can't con- control necessarily what happens in the world. You can really only control your response to those things. So whenever possible, try to choose calmness, and focus on the things that are within your control. Nine times out of ten, the biggest thing that's in your control is your mindset and your attitude about different events. And that, you know, is easy to say, very easy to say, you know, on a podcast. But it's true. Like really, the, how you look, how you look at things, really will determine um, kind of how you uh, are able to get through this period. I had a great talk with my friend Joe the other day at uh, at our gym, and he was talking about how he. Um, really only likes to surround himself with positive people and he had uh you know he's a young guy and his uh his logic on it was you know if i only surround myself with positive people then i'm only going to get you know kind of positive um impressions about society and about my world because the majority of it's going to be if i'm surrounded by positive people it's um it's gonna be better for me long term and you know he said it a little bit more eloquently than then I didn't. You have to forgive me. I went to bed at 1 a.m. last night for whatever reason. I usually go to bed at 9. So I'm like on a sleep deprivation thing right now. But anyway, I think the key of it was, was that like, you know, here's this guy who I love, dearly love playing music with and um, was able to get the fact that like if you surround yourself with positive people, you know, you have a tendency to become more positive. It's the same thing with being uh, calm and being and controlling what you control. Whenever possible, try to keep yourself around positive people, people who are 
you know, taking everything that's happening right now seriously, but maybe not freaking out to the level of uh, what other people are doing. So that's the first thing is to remain calm, control the controllable. The second thing, which I think is very important, is to get perspective. So on all this stuff, regardless of where you go for your news or where you where you've heard about the coronavirus, um, you get so many, you know, you know, there's probably 10,000 different opinions about this thing and how dangerous it is and who it's going to affect and what to do, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I, I would ask you to get perspective <clears throat> and really try to understand what your risks are, right? So like if you're a relatively healthy person and you're under the age of 60, well, your risk of actually dying from this thing is not very high. Right now, it looks like it's it might be 2 to 3%, right? So, and, and most of the people, it sounds like the people who are passing away, unfortunately, are elderly and or have had some type of uh, respiratory issues, smokers or just other people who have respiratory issues. So just get some perspective on this. And like, you know, so if you see people freaking out in the store, like, what is your actual risk? If you're a young person, if you're in your 30s or you're in your 40s, um, and you're healthy and you don't have a history of respiratory problems, then well, your risk isn't very high. Um, conversely, <clears throat> if you're someone and you're you know, 80 plus uh, listening to this podcast um, you know, and you've got some respiratory stuff, then your, your best thing would be is to self-quarantine, not talk to anybody, not see anybody, right? So the big thing here is to get perspective on actually what your risks are and like how dangerous is this virus to you specifically based on those risks. Okay. That, so the first thing, be calm, control the controllable. And the second thing is get perspective, figure out what your actual risks are. Under, make sure you understand that. Because that, that, that uh, gives you the level of the amount of freak outedness you're allowed to have. So a perfect example of this is when I lived in Los Angeles uh, during the Northridge earthquake, I lived in Sherman Oaks and my office was in Northridge. That got shut down. The taco place I used to go to every day, that got shut down. It was across the street from the, the condo complex that collapsed. And then my apartment in, in Sherman Oaks uh, was eventually condemned. It was shaking so hard during that earthquake, I was pretty convinced I was going to die. Like I was pretty, pretty convinced, not to be melodramatic, but I was pretty convinced like this is it. My perspective at the time was like everything around me is shaking and this is really, really dangerous and not good because the walls are falling down, literally. Um, you know, that's the, that's the, you know, unfortunately in that situation, my perspective was pretty accurate, uh, but we, you know, ended up making it through and we ended up being fine. But so my point is, is get perspective on really where you're at and really what your risks are. The third thing, it's kind of a combo, but right now you really need to be sort of at the top of your game and really be, uh, know what the hell is going on in the world. So I would tell you to, I would ask you, suggest to you that you get more sleep and more exercise. Those are the two biggest things um, that you can do to really improve your health. Is, is your health is to get a lot of sleep and as much exercise as you possibly can. And if you think of your health, here's the something I learned from um, CrossFit is that if you think of your health as a continuum, and I, usually I draw this out on a piece of paper, but I'm trying to do it a different way. If you think of a continuum as like zero to a hundred, right? Where zero is basically you're about to die. Like you're on your dead, you're on your deathbed. And 50 is you're of normal health. And 75 is you are pretty healthy 
and 100 is you're like an Olympic athlete, you're unbelievable, right? <clears throat> if you move along that path, right, uh, think of it this way. So if you are a smoker and you drink two gallons of Diet Coke a day, you're probably, your rank, let's just say, is around 30, right? So you're in the, you know, in the, on, on the continuum, you're at, you're at 30. If you get sick, you're only 30, 30 spots away from being really, really sick and possibly dying, right? But let's go the other way. Let's say you're at 75. Let's say you work out three, four times a week. You eat pretty good. You know, you don't smoke. You don't do any drugs. Uh, well, if you're at 75, you have to go from being optimal, optimally healthy to just healthy to normal to being sub uh, subnormal, I don't even know if that's a fucking word, to being unhealthy down to where your deathbed would be. So you've got 75 spots to go. And then if you're an Olympic athlete, obviously, you know, you're, you're, you've got a lot further to go. So the idea here is that your health moves along a continuum, right? And so you can't go from unbelievably healthy to on your deathbed, um, in an hour. Like it just doesn't, you know, it tends not to work that way. And this is a, a general rule of thumb. I'm sure it's happened, but this is a general rule of thumb. In the same way that if you drink uh, three gallons of Diet Coke a day and smoke two packs of cigarettes a day and just eat donuts, you can't like start working out and then hit Olympic levels of health. It all works along a continuum. So think of that continuum and say like, okay, I want to move myself to the highest number possible. I'm at about a 65 now. I want to get to an 85. So if I do get sick, I have way further, way further cushion uh, before I get really, really sick. So the two biggest things you can say or do about that is to get more sleep, get more exercise, you know, because right now you really need to be at your, uh, at your top as much as you can. The next thing is probably advice that you, you don't typically get. But I would say from a mindset perspective, you want to right now be looking for opportunities, right? So there are different types of opportunities um, in the market, whether they be business opportunities, opportunities for self-development, opportunities for joy. And so I'll give you an example of each. So for business, as it relates to your work, anytime something of this level, this magnitude affects the world, there are always going to be people who thrive in it. There are businesses that are going to go out of business and there are people going to lose money, but there are always people who make money in these areas. Like, and who, who's making money right now or what markets are making money? So if you look at like, um, you know, things like fitness, so you look at gyms that have, uh, either are closing their doors or limiting their classes or whatever. So there might be losing some money, but then there are a lot of smart people out there who do fitness apps and, um, and we'll probably get more subscribers based on what's happening right now because people want to work out at home. So you can see kind of two edges of the uh, two sides of the coin. It's like one one place is a gym. It may lose some uh, it may lose some memberships, might lose a little bit of money, uh, or possibly even go out of business. And then there are these other businesses that are looking at this and saying like, okay, I own a fitness app. I'm gonna just crush it with this thing and go after more people because more people want to work out at home. So just so don't think that everybody loses everything during things like this or everybody loses there are always going to be people who are making money always new business opportunities so just keep your eyes open and keep um uh, you know kind of seeing what's out there in the marketplace the other opportunity you have during this time is oppor opportunities for self-development so you know if you've got more downtime or if you've been um 
you know, sent home and you're going to be working from home for the next few weeks. What are some of the other things you can do besides work and your typical stuff that you can work on? And, and you can start looking at these things and start getting excited about it. So like me personally, one of the things I've looked at is like, uh, you know what I'd love to be able to do? I've been hacking away at the guitar for 10 plus years. And I don't think I'm any better now than I was, you know, after the first year. I'm kind of looking at this time period as being like, well, you know, could I take my guitar playing up a notch? Could I take my guitar playing, you know, to a little bit better than it's always been during this time? Because I'm going to have the free time to some extent. So I think about that. I think about all the additional books I could read. I think about, um, you know, cooking with my wife and, 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 the, and the girls. And maybe there's more stuff I can learn about cooking. So I'm really looking forward to like, okay, if I've got more time, you know, I'm going to kind of put it into the guitar and put it into cooking and put it into hanging out with the girls. Uh, which brings my second, my, my third one. You look for opportunities, you look for business opportunities, look for self-development opportunities, but then also look for opportunities for joy. So where can you bring joy in right now? Because that is, uh, in many ways, in situations like this, can be in, a short, in such a short supply. So what are different things you can do to bring joy into your life? I found recently we've been playing Family Trivial Pursuit, and it's been a blast. It's just been so fun to do. And just because we're all kind of at the house and we're not running from thing to thing to thing right now. So just see what opportunities you can do to bring some joy into your life. Okay, a couple of more, a couple of three more things. So in terms of mindset, another thing you can do in, in all this is to have the mindset of being a responsible adult. So a lot of times, you know, when we're just going through our typical day, you know, we, we act responsibly, but we're not, I don't know that it's in top of our top of mind, uh, conscious thought. If you're at the gym, like, yeah, you might wipe, the, you know, you might wipe down the stuff. You might, you might not, you might forget about it. You might not wash your hands as long as you, as you can. Um, we've all probably had situations where we had like a sniffle and weren't feeling great and went to the store, uh, to get some stuff. So what I'm saying now from a mindset perspective is, is to really combat this thing that's out there is to act responsibly and think about like, okay, how are my actions not just affecting me and my family, but how are they affecting the world? So that might be something like, you know, if you feel even remotely sick or tired that you just don't go, or <clears throat> if you go to a yoga class, you know, and, and you know, you're a little bit hurting, maybe you don't go to that class. Maybe you wait a little bit. Um, keeping your distance from people in stores or wherever, just acting as a responsible adult in the world, I think is really important right now. And I think it needs to be top of mind. The next thing in terms of mindset is to be kind. And that is, um, this is a, a sort of a lesson that I learned, uh, or I am learning. I'm not perfect, not anywhere close, but I've learned in the last couple of days where I've had other people kind of reach out and, or I've seen them be like kind of abrasive or whatever, and I've gotten upset or, or, you know, mad or whatever, um, because that's my sort of uh, one of my biggest faults is when that happens is, you know, I get mad or I guess I get upset. And what I realized I was reading today, I was just reading something about uh, Marcus Aurelius wrote something, stoic guy, my favorite, Marcus Aurelius, my favorite dead guy. For those of you who read my book, you know that Marcus Aurelius, he's my favorite dead guy. Um, but he was saying something, he, he wrote something and it made me think of the fact that like, you know, it, things are so tense in the world sometimes. And especially like right now, it, so many things are up for people right now that a little bit of kindness will go a long way 
you got to understand that people, you know, you're not just the only person who's freaked out. Other people are freaked out too. So if someone flies off the handle at you, um, like someone did recently with me, you know, it's not about me or something I did. It has largely more to do about them and maybe what they're going through. So I think that, I think that the, one of the beauty, uh, beautiful things about times like this is you have the, all these different opportunities to really like, uh, dive deep into yourself and see exactly you know, what areas you can improve. And so one of the things I would suggest is like, just try to act with a certain level of kindness, give people the benefit of the doubt. Um, I'm even going to do that uh, in the sense when I'm meeting with people or have calls with people and they're late, um, I'm going to just try to be calm and I'm going to try and be kind because as anyone who knows me knows, I cannot stand when people are late or that's, or, you know, don't show up on time. It's my biggest pet peeve. I never do it. I'm never late. I'm always 15 minutes early. That's a whole nother uh, uh, topic, but I'm going to try and be as kind as possible to others. Cause I know that we're all going through a bunch of different stuff. So I would highly recommend if you have the ability to do that to, is to be kind. And that goes along my lines of my next and the very last thing is look for places to be a good human in the world. So like, I know we're all going through a lot right now, but what are the areas where you can help someone else, um, and be a good human to them? Right. So I've been thinking about that a lot today <clears throat> as I was driving. And even things like, you know, if you know elderly people who right now just don't want to go to the store. Because, like, you know, if you're 80 years old, like, you may not want to go to the store right now. If you're in your 70s, you may not want to go to the store right now because you don't know what's going to, you know, kind of what's out there. Maybe you can go shopping for them or you can bring groceries to them or you can help them out in some other way. Or somebody who, you know, doesn't have as much money as you do. Maybe you can... Uh, you know, spot them or cover them if, if, if needed, um, supporting your local businesses. So they stay open and don't go out of business. I think that's, you know, kind of really important. Go to a local coffee shop instead of going to a Starbucks. You know, these are all things that we can all do. So look for opportunities to be uh, a good human in the world. So that's it. That is my podcast for the day. Thank you so much for listening. I truly, truly appreciate it. Hope you guys are doing well. Please stay in touch. Please check out jimsimco.com, jimsimco.com for a bunch of cool stuff coming up in the future. We had a big event I was going to do in May. I put it off and we're going to probably do it in June or July. So that's it. Talk to you guys soon.